Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. <clears throat> this is episode 40, where we're discussing Lockdown from season 2 of Lost. Don't look at me. It's your hatch. Get away from him. Wait, you don't... Step back right now. Said it's okay. I said get away. Hey, it's all right. I let him out. It was some kind of lockdown or something. He, he was helping me. Couldn't you find my balloon? Yeah, we found it. We did find your balloon, Henry Gale. Exactly how you described it. We also found the grave you described. Your wife's grave. The grave you said you dug with your own bare hands. It was all there. Your whole story, your alibi. It was true. But still, I did not believe it to be true. So I dug up that grave. and found that there was not a woman inside, there was a man. A man named Henry Gale. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 40 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And we are discussing Lockdown from season two of Lost, a Lock-centric episode and a pretty mind-blowing episode mm-hmm. as well. There's a, a whole lot of stuff in this episode to talk about and I'm, I'm only hoping that I managed to get a portion of it into my notes and we can kind of hash it out here. Uh, so the first thing I had um, was we see, you know, that Locke chose to try and stay with Helen. Mm-hmm. The last scene we saw was him standing out in front of the gate at Anthony's house. Right. And she said he had to choose her or Anthony. Right. So he, apparently he chose her and was planning to propose to her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, while she's reading the obituaries, she sees that Anthony Cooper has died. Right. Um. We can kind of clump everything together if you want, or yeah. we can just take things as they happen chronologi- chronologically in the episode. Which which let's, do you prefer? Let's clump them together. Let's talk. Do okay. the lock thing. So, I mean, yeah, obviously, um, they go to the funeral, um, and they see a couple of men watching the funeral from mm-hmm. afar, and someone else sitting in a car even further away. Right. Um, you know, Locke forgives Anthony at the funeral for having you know conned him into giving up his kidney. And just then, the car that was watching races off. Of course, we find out later that that was Anthony Cooper. Right, yeah. Watching his funeral. Weird. What a creep. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to see if anybody would show up or not, I yeah. guess. The only people <laughs> that showed up was the weirdos, bystanders, and yeah. uh, Locke and Helen. Right. And then, of course, you know, this is a connection, and it kind of is part of this story as well. Locke was doing a home inspection for Nadia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saudi is off, you know, oft-forgotten love of his life. Uh, we do find out that she's still not married to anyone. Did you just say Sadia? No. I, no, I said, did I? Yeah, instead of Saeed, you said Sadia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Saeed's <laughs> oft-forgotten love of his life. Uh, but we do find out that she's still not married to anyone, so mm-hmm. she's free for the taking if Saeed ever decides you know, to commit to the relationship and yeah. get off the island. So. Yeah. Um, 
And of course, you know, as he's leaving this inspection, Anthony Cooper pulls up and he tells Locke that he knows what he did was wrong, but he was dying and basically that he was desperate. Mm -hmm. Um, He faked his death because there were two men trying to kill him for conning them out of $700,000. So it sounds like he's got quite a little career of conning people. Oh, yeah. uh, For sure. Um, He gets Locke involved in a scam because he needs to get the money out of the safety deposit box. And uh, Locke goes through with it. And after doing so, goes home. And the two men that were looking for Anthony Cooper are now there waiting for him. Yeah. And, um, you know, they go through this whole mess of, you know, trying to find out whether or not he he knows if Anthony Cooper's still alive or not. And even makes him dump out his bag, which we thought had the money in it. Oh, I definitely did. (laughs) But thankfully didn't. I was freaking out at that point. Yeah. And so, you know, they leave and Helen asks him if Anthony is really dead or not. And Locke says that he is Mm -hmm. lying to her again. And of course, this all culminates with, you know, Helen catches Locke and, you know, Anthony at the hotel room, you know, finishing their business deal. And she's basically done with Locke and leaves him refusing to marry him. Yeah. Painful. So, yeah, it seems like we get kind of the whole story here with Helen mm-hmm. and what happened to her and why he wasn't with her in the episode where he's sitting in his bed talking to the, the phone sex operator for all we know. Yeah. And calling her Helen. Yeah. Um, that this, I mean, this whole thing was pretty painful. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, but I did see, I mean, it was good that, you know, I think Locke kind of had his peace with his, uh, with Anthony in this, yeah. you know, and it seemed, just seemed like whenever he was ready really to move on, mm-hmm. Um, you know, and trying to explain that to Helen, Helen just was done, you know, right. and it kind of, I don't know that made it so much more miserable and had Locke mm-hmm. kind of been, you know, like, well, you know, I don't know what I want now. I'm back and forth. Then it would have been a lot easier, but yeah. it's obvious that he had chose her. Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of like he didn't get the chance to tell her that things were no longer the same with Anthony Cooper. Yeah. It's kind of like she assumed that there was still this weird fascination mm-hmm. with Locke, you know, for Anthony. Definitely. And she refused to listen to him. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, it is kind of sad that, you know, I do. It does feel like there was a change in the relationship with Locke Definitely. and Cooper. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it kind of seems like uh, that's done. Yeah. And, and she's out of the picture now. I, I have suspected that she was going to, you know, show up at the hotel, mm-hmm. get in the car with Anthony Cooper and leave. Like, this yeah. is a big scam. I was like. <laughs> Yeah, just yeah, Anthony put his arm around her and they'd walk, walk out of the car. I yeah. was like, "That's if that happens, I'm going to yeah. fight somebody. Yeah. So, And there was a little bit of, I remember when the episode came out, there was a lot of talk. You know the scene where, um, you know, they're talking and Anthony Cooper's in the car and he's telling him the deal about needing to go to the safety deposit mm-hmm. box and you can keep 200000 for yourself. Yeah. And he says, if I don't see you, if John, if I don't see you again, I'll understand. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to it, there were there were tons of people that thought, if I don't see you again, Helen is dead. Oh, really? Yeah. If you listen to it, it sounds exactly the same either way. Because he's like, I understand. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> ah. so, so there was all this talk about, you know, was he threatening to kill Helen? Because then, of course, later in the episode, he's asking John what, what her name is. Yeah. So it's like, well, yeah. So then people kind of figured it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But there was just all this talk about whether huh. or not he threatened to kill Helen. <laughs> See, I heard. <laughs> if John I'll understand. That's yeah. what I heard. But. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that seals up the, the John story, at least in that aspect. Yeah. Um, in the hatch, you know, Henry's comments about being a bad guy have gotten him in trouble. Oh, yeah. 
And, um, you know, but that doesn't keep him from trying to play head games with Locke. Mm -hmm. And, of course, it makes Locke mad and he throws him back in the armory and it doesn't go very well. No. That, that's, but it's he's pushing his buttons again, you know. Uh -huh. I mean, it's very interesting to see Locke, you know. I don't know. He is really, really upset about the idea that anybody thinks that Jack he's is. He's not in control. Yeah, that yeah. Jack's above him or any anybody's above him. Uh -huh. and, uh, it's just, I don't know, his it's like his outburst and stuff like that. I, I wouldn't have guessed it prior to these last few episodes. Yeah. You know, I, just, I knew that he liked to be in control, but he's kind of this one of those guys that was like, well, okay, it's what you think. And he went along for the ride. He had his plans, and if what you wanted to do went against him, he would just do his own thing. Yeah. But it was never him trying to be in control right. of everything that was going on. Yeah, normally that's Jack. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Of course here, uh, Anna, Saeed, and Charlie find Henry's balloon. Um, as well as the grave where he buried his wife. Mm -hmm. So it appears that he's been telling the truth the whole time, but of course we find out later in the episode that's not the case. Yeah. But we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, here's a big mystery we can talk about. Okay. Um, while working out, you know, riding the, the bike in the hatch, Locke hears something over the music. Uh-huh. And um, <clears throat> you know, he turns off the music and listens closer, and he can hear as a voice coming out through the loudspeaker mm -hmm. system in the hatch. He checks the computer, and it's fine, so it's not related to that. Um, he listens closer to the loudspeaker system and you know, tries to hear what the voice is saying, and finally, at the last minute, he can hear that the voice is counting down. Yeah. Um, it's been saying something else the whole t other time, uh -huh. but at this point, it's counting down to zero. Yeah. And at the end of the countdown, all of the doors that Michael had noticed in the ceiling mm -hmm. um, earlier, um, they come down, splitting the hatch into multiple compartments. And the lights are flickering now, and, you know, Locke is trying to pry one of the doors up. Mm -hmm. And he decides to let Henry out so he can help him try and pry up one of the blast doors. You know, Henry makes him agree that he won't let his people do anything to him. Yeah. Basically wanting Locke to protect him, yeah, so he, no he, matter what they find out. He said, no matter what. Yeah. And he made him, and that, that part to me was like, wait a minute, no matter what? Yeah. <laughs> You know, I don't know that I agree to that those terms. You know, I wait for somebody else to come on the other side, and we probably think, oh, yeah. Was, but Locke, for whatever reason, decides to trust him and say, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, okay, you know. But, that, yeah, that was, a, that was a very interesting scene. I, I was trying to figure out the whole, like, what the, the voice was saying. Yeah. Uh, but to me, I mean, I don't know if you got anything about it. It was too scrambled. I mean, just too. I, yeah, I thought about actually trying to listen closely and get everything. But like, because you could hear bits and pieces, yeah. but I'm I'm sure it wouldn't have made any many any sense. Mm -hmm. I'm sure the bits that they let us hear weren't going to be anything important. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, we get more information. I have a little bit more about that in a minute. Okay. But, um, so they managed to get a toolbox, you know, lodged under one of the doors, mm -hmm. and, and Locke has the bright idea to try and crawl under the door. Yeah. And just as he does, the toolbox begins to give, and his legs are being crushed under this door. Yeah. And he explains to Henry, you know, what he has to do to enter the numbers uh -huh. into the computer. He tells Henry the numbers to put in, and Henry remembers them pretty easily. Oh, yeah, very uh, easily. That, I mean, he repeats them back after hearing them once. Yeah. And um, then sets off to make his way into the area, you know, of the hatch where the computer is located. He falls while trying to get up into an air vent mm -hmm. and appears to be unconscious. And just then, of course, the alarm starts going yeah. off. And uh, a little while later, he's back up and off to enter the numbers again. 
um, which how he remembered those numbers after being I knocked out, no I have idea. no clue. <laughs> well, he's even when he wakes up, he's like, "How long was that? What's going on?" You know, yeah. I'm like, "Oh, but you still got the <laughs> oh, numbers. Yeah, you, you still remember the numbers, right?" Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then the alarm intensifies, and Locke cannot get Henry to respond. A really tense moment where we don't know whether or not Henry got the numbers in, or what. Yeah. So, um, of course, you know, this is the moment where this big mystery takes place. The big thing that this episode is known for. The the lights go off. They start flickering even more, and they go off, and there's all this noise. I think it's the same noise we heard whenever we saw the hieroglyphics on Uh on the counter. So it's like, you know... Either Henry got there and put in the numbers at the last second, just like Locke did right. before, or he didn't, and that's why those all the black lights came on, and that's why he could see right. what was written on the blast door. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I guess what I thought was he he got there, but he got there later than Locke had gotten there before, mm-hmm. you know. And there, this is what was the outcome. But then he didn't put them in, and then it shut it off, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Uh, the black lights and all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was then that the obviously we're probably gonna talk about the drawing right a little bit on the the wall mm-hmm. um, initially it looked like it was some kind of like to me some diagram of like if something happens this is where it looked like maybe this is the island and then these are the pods you know mm-hmm. to me I mean this is just my yeah, theory get, take it yeah it's like this is the island these are the pods that are out there and this is what what they do and this is kind of the if you know, this is kind of the plan, you know, and mm-hmm. it just kind of seemed like it was almost more like of a diagram right? of not, not just this hatch, but a larger, you know, picture mm-hmm. to me is what it seemed like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so by pods, you mean, Oh, the, the hatches. Okay. So you think this is a, a diagram of all the various hatches on the Island maybe? Yeah. And just kind of like the, like, you know, kind of w- where each of them are and kind of their roles. And, right. you know, I, I don't know. That's just kind of my initial thought. But mm-hmm. it was definitely shaped like the Dharma logo, the whole thing was. Yeah. Well, I think that, I mean, I think we can talk about it a little bit without spoiling anything. Um, and, and it will basically just serve to intensify the mystery and get you excited okay. for more okay. of the episodes. Um, we can see, I mean, like on the HD version of the show, you could see this map pretty darn clearly. Okay. So um, we do know that it is... A diagram of hatches okay um they they were kind of arranged kind of in a you know circular pattern around the the diagram mm-hmm. and the ones that are easily made out um were uh, the swan which right. is the one they were in which is was at the bottom part of the diagram okay. um the the medical one which is i guess is called the staff it was written on there somewhere okay um, which could be could be the name of because that's where all of the the People, costumes yeah. and all that stuff yeah. the staff hatch I guess mm-hmm. you call it um, and then we have the arrow which we knew about from mm-hmm. before where the other group was from and then the other ones they don't have names for they do have names for one of them but I won't I won't okay. tell you that um, but but it does clearly show let me count here one two three what looks like. Um, looks like seven they show what looks like seven hatches okay and we've discovered but, three right but but some of them are like they're marked differently some of them have really solid lines uh-huh. that outline like the shape of the mm-hmm. hatch other ones have like dotted lines like maybe it may not be a hatch it may like be some kind of tunnel or, yeah, or whatever yeah. but it shows what appears to be you know at least um four or five hatches so it's right 
Yeah. So it's very interesting to think that there are these other hatches out there that have not been discovered yet. Yeah, definitely. But the really interesting thing about the diagram is that in the middle of it, there's a big circle, a dashed line circle, uh-huh. and in the middle of it is a giant question mark. Mm-hmm. And that is super intriguing to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's in the middle of all these hatches, correct? Uh-huh. And I, my assumption, it's it's the the crash site. It's the people, you know. Yeah, that, that could be. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's there's a, there are a lot of questions about this diagram here. If I can pull, pull it, it up. up. Yeah. Yeah, so so if we look at it here, you can see mm-hmm. that it's like an octagon shape. Yeah. And which is interesting too because that's the whole Dharma oh, yeah. initiative symbol. Uh-huh. And we see all the hatches kind of drawn around the edge and like I said here there are some of them that are kind of dotted lines instead of solid. Yeah. Um which makes them look kind of like they're, you know, not the same as these ones with the solid lines. Yeah. Yeah. And so and you can see like different details like like it looks like water like rivers or whatever yeah. on the island and kind of like they're showing you where they're at mm-hmm. on the island most definitely and um they have different names written out but what's interesting is whoever made this knew what these things were called oh yeah he knew what they were for in a lot of cases and you know whatever you know it's almost like he was trying to make a plan of, of all these different things or map out where, what different parts of the Island could be used for different things and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Definitely. But I mean, I guess it's probably Desmond would have to be the one who had, had done it. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I guess somebody, somebody, um, yeah, probably Desmond or the guy before Desmond. Right. Um, what, what was his name? Kelvin. Kelvin, yeah, yeah. Kelvin was the guy that was in there. Yeah, that's true. I guess it could be Kelvin, too. And see, it looks like, okay, see, if you look at this, um, and, you know, we're not going to dive into this completely here, but if you, right. look, if you look at these observatories and the way they're facing, they're all facing, they have X's on the inside facing mm-hmm. the question mark. Like, this is an observatory-type situation. Uh-huh. You know? Everything's facing the question mark. That's uh, true, yeah. You know, and, mm-hmm. and like... To me, that would make it like your your su- your study group, your subject group would be in the middle. Mm-hmm. These things would all be around the edges to cater to that subject group. You know, going back to my theory of this being an experiment. You know, it's like uh, if you do a, a study, a case study or something like that. You you know you you, you control the elements and you everything's in the center and and all the, the controlling elements on the outside. Right. You know, so just I don't know. This that's to me it just looks more like what I'm thinking it is, you know? Yeah. I'll take that down now. <laughs> but yeah, there, there's so much stuff here. I mean, I wish we could go into some of the stuff written around the edges. Some of it just makes you very, very like curious about what's going on exactly. Yeah. Um, and it feels like some of the stuff is giving you little hints at exactly what's going on. Oh, really? Uh, if I can find like something, um, let's see here. Okay, like one of the notes that's written along the edge that doesn't really give anything away is oh. it says confirmed site of uh, Cadesius Medical Station, the staff, which it's kind of like whoever did this map was finding these places sure. and making this map and trying to do research on where these different places were. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like whoever did the map was researching kind of exploring the island mm-hmm. trying to find the locations of these places as if they already knew they were there right oh yeah but didn't know where they were yeah and exactly what they were doing right yeah, yeah. so it's it's extremely interesting yeah 
but we won't spend any more time on that for now. Okay. So, um, let's see here. Um, oh, a mystery here. Uh, Locke never gets a response from Henry, you know, right. about whether or not he actually was able to get to the, the hatch or yeah. the, the computer and put in the numbers. Mm-hmm. And But he hears some odd noises, and then, of course, the backlighting comes on before he can, you know, see the diagram. But I want to talk more about whether or not, you know, Henry actually put in the numbers into the computer. Yeah. Um, I mean, my initial thought, just my, you know, entertainment eyes watching it, I just assumed that he did, but late, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that was kind of the response we got. But he didn't seem like, I mean, I just don't understand how, unless he knew the numbers because he is another and those numbers mm-hmm. mean something, obviously, how he could, you know, for one, remember them. Two, if he is another, he probably knows what that, if you don't put those numbers in, what happens. Right. You know, maybe he wanted Locke to see that. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it was like, oh, part of this whole plan, you know, and it's like, okay, we'll let the numbers go. Da, 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 da. He uh-huh. gets up an event, sits there for a while, you know, and then goes over and then, you know, just, you know, kind of like just, you know, playing the role. I mean, because right. it kind of, if, if Henry's good at anything, it's that. Right. You know, playing the role. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, yeah, I'm kind of drawing it down the middle because both sides have great, like, legitimate reasons why, you know, either he did or he did not push it. Right. Yeah. And I guess um, I have one more note before we can, before I can give you my idea. Okay. Um, you know, Jack and Kate are in the middle of the jungle when they see a flashing light. Yeah. Uh, they walk over and it's a large parachute and a huge load of Dharma branded mm-hmm. food. You know, Saeed, Anna, and Charlie get there as well, just as they find it. And they found the balloon and his wife's grave. Yeah. But Saeed still didn't believe the story, so he dug up the grave, and inside it he found a man whose driver's license identified him as Henry Gale. Oh, yeah. So first let's let's talk about the food. Okay. Um, You know, who's delivering the food? If the Dharma Initiative is this old 70s thing that no longer exists, mm-hmm. like it seems to be, who who's still sending the food? Well, I mean, I don't know that it's still an old thing. I might, might be, it might be initially that, but I mean, I, I don't know. That, I think it's, personally, I still feel like it's the group, you know, it's mm-hmm. a Dharma group. I mean, I mean, it's all still logoed their stuff and, you right. know, I don't know, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I think for a long time, my my whole theory was that, you know, Desmond was there. He was tricked into staying mm-hmm. in that hatch all this time. Um, but it kind of seemed like the whole Dharma initiative had, was kind of like an old thing of the past that wasn't really around anymore. Okay. But the, you know, the fact that he had the newer appliances and things in right. the hatch, all of that stuff suggested he was still getting things, mm-hmm. you know, from them. So... Yeah, I guess it, it does look like it's still functioning because they're still sending him food. Yeah, definitely. But, but yeah. yeah, I don't know how that relates to the others and, and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I haven't really put that together. I mean, I I still feel like the others are part of this group, but, mm-hmm. you know, and that they're, they're part of the, I don't know, they're the ones that are conducting part of the study or at least working the elements of it. Right. You know? Yeah, that could be true. Like, I mean, if we look at it in terms of this map, I don't think that, you know, the Dharma Initiative is are the people that are, let's see. It doesn't seem like they're the ones that are using these hatches for whatever the purpose no. is because they didn't know 
where they were. They were kind of trying to find where all the hatches were. Or yeah. maybe just the person who made the map didn't know where they yeah, were. Yeah, maybe if Desmond was tricked into doing it, mm-hmm. maybe he was the one that was trying to figure the rest of it out. You know, and the other guy didn't know or whatever. Right. But, he, you know. That could be. Maybe they're they're put in there to be observed. Maybe they're not even part right. of the group that's doing the experimenting. Maybe they're the people being studied. Mm-hmm. But they kind of start to discover these other hatches exactly. as well. Yeah. And, yeah, get really interested in that. Yeah, that, that's, that's really interesting. Now, the issue of, of Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, so... First of all, he had to know who the person was in the grave in order oh, yeah. to take his name. Yeah. So tell me how you think this this situation, what it looks like right now. Um, oh, to me, I mean, just based. Okay, I know what Saeed and him think. Saeed, Saeed and him think he's another mm-hmm. <clears throat> or something. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, and he killed Henry Gale. Um, I don't, now that, that, that came back like that, because that'd be too obvious to me, there's some type of, there is a connection between them, rather, you know, maybe they were, they were flying on that thing together or, or or they came across each other and, you know, something or another happened and Mm -hmm. Henry Gale got infected or, you know, or, you know, or he just, he, I, I, I don't know that I buy into the theory now that, that he uh that this henry gale is another because it's pointing too much in that direction mm-hmm. and every, you know if you know anything about this show if they push you one way then you know it's going to be the opposite right. you know yeah but one thing though i noticed is right at the end whenever as soon as they say that you know we dug up the grave uh-huh. and henry gale was the dead guy look at his face i mean you yeah. can tell it's oh, like he's caught. He's, he's been found out. He's caught. He's caught in one way. <clears throat> yeah, he but lied. If he wasn't, I mean, why would he lie about being the Henry Gale? Why would he lie about his name if he isn't do hiding something? Oh, I'm. Sh- I'm. I know he's hiding something, but I don't know that I claiming him out to be another at this point now. Okay. Because just because, I mean, my 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 only reason for that is that he they're pushing and and it's like it's revealed. So there has to be a mystery to the to the revelation. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, we don't really know anything more other than he's not Henry Gale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Which I mean, I I I have no idea how these two guys crossed paths and mm-hmm. why Henry Gale right. died yeah. or was killed. You that's know. that's the interesting to think thing to think about is, you know, here's another a person or I guess we don't even know if Henry Gale was with anybody else or not, yeah, actually. No. So here's somebody else who crashed on this island mm-hmm. for some reason we don't know and was killed. And, you know, we don't know anything at all about him. No. I mean, we know he's from Minnesota, and we know his name was Henry Gale. Yeah. I don't think there was really anything else on his on his driver's license. Let's see if I can look here. Um, lived, uh, just his address, yeah. In Minnesota. He had his picture and everything. Yeah, I don't see anything there. Let me see here. I don't know if we can. There we go. Eight. What's that? Is that birth date? Eight eleven fifty four. Yeah, fifty four. Yeah, it looks like it. Is it? No, uh, those aren't. No, no, let's see. I'm trying to see. Trying to kind of get kind of numbers there. Oh, it Mi- expires in oh three. three. Minnesota huh. driver's license. Uh, I was looking for like any. 
the numbers, you know. Yeah. To get <laughs> yeah. through that. I think it's going to say 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42 yeah. across it. Yeah. Um, I don't see anything. Yeah. It really stands out too much. We're just, we're, for those that obviously can't see, you know, nobody can see what we're looking at here, but we kind of pulled up his driver's license and put it on big screen here and <laughs> yeah. trying to analyze it a little bit. But um, Now, one interesting thing, though, is um, I forget the date. It's like September 22nd, 2004 is when they supposedly crashed. Yeah. And this guy's license expired in 03. I don't know if we can see what what the actual date is, but it was a, a year before the crash that yeah. expired. So we can kind of take away from that 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 guy's been there or got there a year before oh, yeah. maybe before the these people crashed. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's it's super interesting to find out, you know, how this guy, you know, not Henry Gale, you know, whoever whatever yeah. his name is, you know, how he is in any way related to this guy. If he was on the balloon with him, if he is, why he would kill the guy and then take his name or exactly, you know, how he's involved in all of this. Yeah. Yeah. It, what's his little date down there at the bottom? Is it, is that eight eleven? What's that look like? It looks, uh, I can't. <laughs> it's like, we were probably analyzing this all too much, but it looks like the, uh, <clears throat> the, the expiration date is after or before the signature date. I don't know if you can see that or not, but yeah, it looks like eight eleven oh four. But I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, like <laughs> issue date is after the expiration date. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, this I don't I don't know. This guy is, and he hadn't been there extremely long. I mm-hmm. mean, but I mean, but he yeah. I don't understand now the connection between these guys, and I'm sure we'll get some kind of explanation from him right yeah yeah I don't, I'm, I'm really excited to see the next episode and see if he gives them any information Me too. If he just you know basically shuts up and lets them do what they want to him but here's my whole theory or this whole situation with the blast doors seems mm-hmm. to be related to the food drop to me uh-huh. um you know maybe to keep the person in the hatch while the food is being dropped yeah um but why would those black lights you know come on at the very end of that time period you know, supposedly just before the doors open. So yeah. it's kind of like this timer goes off. They're going to drop the food. Mm-hmm. So the person's locked down right. for a period of time. Yeah. At the very end of that time, the a short period before the doors come back up, these black lights all came on. Yeah. And then those were on for maybe 30 seconds or a minute. And then all the doors came up. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think of like significance of black lights. Well, you know what? Obviously, you can see things mm-hmm. like we saw the map when you can't see it with the regular lights. Right. But, like, I don't understand why Dharma or whoever put this hatch together would create it like that, you uh-huh. know? Um, well, I mean, you can use, like, um, black lights. Like, when they're doing forensic stuff, saying, they use it. it for that. But I don't know if you can see, like, airborne-type things with it or if they're wanting to, like, make sure that it's completely locked down and safe from the quarantine or, yeah. or what? I don't know either what what that's all about. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. That's, I mean, I guess what they would do maybe is like if it, if there is a way of detecting like this sickness or this infection, what, you know, whatever, right. on the skin, you know, like, you know, the mm-hmm. rash that 
that Aaron had. So right. he's just hypothetical here. I'm going off here, but yeah. <laughs> okay, he's sick. He got this rash thing. Maybe okay, it's like it locks it down, comes on. You see this per you see the person. You know they have this some kind of this system set up so they can like look at their their body, make sure they've been taking their medications and things mm-hmm. like that. Then as it's released, they can open the hatch up and let them back out out yeah. of the hatch. You mm-hmm. know, and then. You know, if it, it were come up that they hadn't been taking a medication or they're infected, then they would stay quarantined, locked right. down. Yeah, that's know? true. That's a good idea, too. Yeah, but either way, it's like whoever's making the food deliveries is trying to keep the person in the hatch trapped there yeah. until after they've safely Most delivered the food. Definitely. And then, you know, whoever has done this drawing on the door has used this time, you know, to to do this this sketch on the door. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they've just added up a bunch of, you know, 30 second time periods and they spent 30 seconds here, 30 seconds there and eventually got this done Yeah. or what. But it's like the only time it appears they could have worked on it is during these food drops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know how long they've been down in this hatch, but this is the first one we've seen. Yeah. And it's very, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't that's the thing. It's like it's got a pretty good uh, amount of information on it. So uh-huh. it's yeah, it's been uh, it's been detailed, you know, put together for a long time, you know. And I, I don't know. It's like say there's a lot of food that's been dropped to that thing over probably the years. But man, that's that's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah. There. So there are definitely this this episode kind of ignites a lot more questions about this whole Dharma initiative you know, what it's doing now, how it's involved in these others, yeah. how it's involved in what's happening to these people on this island overall. Yeah, it's, that's that's insane, though. I don't know. It was definitely a freaky element. I don't know. Just Yeah. Yeah, for everybody, we're, we're kind of staring now at this, <laughs> this picture of, of Locke laying on the ground, staring up at this map, and it's... It just it's it feels quieter. like there's a lot of information right there if we could just decipher all of it. Oh, and yeah. actually see it. And I'm, I mean, obviously Locke is intrigued. Yeah, he's, you know. he's taking it in. So. <laughs> well, did you have anything else from the episode that we could discuss? I did notice one thing that uh-huh. um, in, I don't know, many episodes ago, Locke, he noticed that, yeah, he could walk, but he couldn't, he didn't have filling in his, filling in his legs. Right. Um, with this one, he obviously, he's got feeling in his legs yeah. i mean he's screaming whenever the but related to that i mean th- if you look at this picture here you can see those spikes going down the bottom of the door they're kind of like these long rods yeah. uh-huh. and th- one of those things went through his leg yeah oh, i know but remember he was taking the the hot um yeah yeah i remember that he was poking himself and he's like i right. didn't feel any he had feel no anything. feeling but yeah. later in this episode though he's able to stand up on his own but he does groan and moan and can't really get his leg you know dude it's like a two inch like rod of steel or what that went through his knee yeah i, I know. just don't know how in the world you'd stand up after that no I, I really don't either however i mean he was definitely i mean he when it first happened he screamed when the thing came back out of his leg he screamed uh-huh. and he was making it just it pointed to me that something is different in his legs yeah like he has feeling he's getting more feeling at least right you know maybe it's not completely recovered but that i I noticed that um which i thought was kind of interesting um and i'm I'm really i don't know now i'm I'm wanting to know more about 
well, multiple things. I mean, this has opened up a whole different element mm-hmm. to the show. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. It's it definitely hints at things to come, and it's, it's going to get very interesting. This would be a good opportunity also for anybody out there that got anything else out of this episode because there's so much in it. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know. I know that the you know season one is – or season five is starting tonight and everything, but, man, if, if you guys – actually, no, it just started a couple nights ago. Um, but if you guys could – Please give us your thoughts. I, I remember thinking so many things about this episode mm-hmm. when I saw it the first time, and I wish I could recall half of those things. And But the sense of mystery that it created about this Dharma initiative and um, the whole idea of this being an active project, mm-hmm. like they're still dropping food to these people in this hatch. It's not a, a forgotten project. No, no it's not. Um, unless it's some kind of automated system where they're, you know, they've got like a drone that flies out this, you know, <laughs> crate of food to these people. Yeah. But yeah, just please send us in your thoughts. You can email them at info at lostmysterypodcast.com or you can call our listener line and we can play your message on the show at 765-439-4190. Until then, uh, we're going to be discussing Dave on Sunday, a Hurley-centric episode and this is it's a pretty mind blowing episode is too. It? Yeah, so I'm really excited to talk about it. There was one other thing that I just took out of this is um and I'm, I know we're closing up here, but um you know, Henry becomes that like I don't know, like element in Locke's life that doesn't abandon him. Mm-hmm. You know, right at the end and because I mean I thought he he bailed, you know. Yeah. And then he comes walking out and he's like, you know, where do you think I was gonna go? You know, and he's like and he's like, he thinks, he goes, thank you, Henry, for, you know, not leaving me. Yeah, right. And then, and then, you know, Locke, he turned around and says, you know, you're welcome, John. You know, and that's the first time he's ever called him John as well. Uh-huh. You know, he had called him Locke and everything before. He right. never called him John. And then um, uh, I just thought it was, like, I, I actually wanted Henry to be legitimate at that point uh-huh. for Locke's sake. Right. You know, and he did show a lot of, like, good characteristics right. during that moment. Right, and it's a good point to make, too, though, that he had the perfect opportunity to get away. Oh, yeah. He had more than enough time to get out of that house. Definitely. And he didn't. Yeah. So it does make you wonder who he is exactly. Mm-hmm. He may not be Henry Gale, but who is he? Oh, yeah, most definitely. And, and you make, made me think also, you know, we do learn a lot about Locke in this episode, but the big mystery we still don't know and we're waiting to learn is why was he in a wheelchair. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Just, you got to remember that. I know. When he got here, he was in a wheelchair. That's true. And so that'll be really interesting to, to learn more about. So like I said, we'll be talking about Dave on Sunday. Um, but until then, um, you all have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at lostmysterypodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at lostmysterypodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.